<laughs> you don't know what to say. No, I don't know. Well, because normally I do the intro post interview and yeah, do like yeah. it. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I should just do it all at once to make it less work and then we can just roll with it. And then I just, pregnancy brain is kicking in big time I at the don't moment. Know, what am I doing? <laughs> What's the name again? Who is in my hotel room at the moment? This is possibly the best introduction to an interview with someone ever. Um, those giggles that you can all hear in the background come from none other than the very giggly, very happy Kate Bevelacqua. Yay, she knows I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> first things first, Bevelacqua. Yes. Now, if you actually say it like it's spelled, oh my gosh, it's pretty easy. Very easy. Like everyone who says to me, I'm not going to try, I can't say it. <laughs> I'm like, just exa- what you said, say it Phonetically. as spell. And here was the very first time I think I ever heard it said wrong he, um, in tw- in 2008 when I raced in Taupo. They said it uh, wrong. Beverly Lacroix, I think, became my name. Oh, fancy which, was, which sounds pretty nice. But yeah, right. Like, it just says aqua. I don't even know how you get that from it, but it's not that hard. It's really, it's really not. not no. Um, how many variations do you think you've uh, heard? What's one of your favourites? That would probably be one of my favourites. Um, that definitely makes you sound fancy. It's been fancy. destroyed. I don't, know, I don't know how. I think the ad letters in there all day, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but that would be my favourite. But I don't know <laughs> what they say because I, I just don't see it. Just think, <laughs> oh, it's funny. I think we have this conversation every time I do an interview. Like how do people keep getting it wrong? Oh, It's a scary name to look at, I get, but if you actually just read it. Yeah. It's exactly it's as it's spelled. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the kids at school when I was a teacher couldn't say it. They used to just call me Miss B, which yeah, was right. fine. I didn't mind that. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes you sound like a cool teacher anyway, Miss <laughs> B. Do you reckon? Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It yeah. was good. What what kind of teacher were you? Uh, I was a phys ed teacher. Yep. Um, at That's a, a massive surprise. Uh, yeah. Funny that. <laughs> um, at a private or boys school in Perth. Oh, really? Yeah. I was the first female phys ed they hired. Ever. No way. Yeah, they were like, and they literally told me. So when I was sent to have the interview, I just graduated from UWA and um, they had contacted the uni and the, the director there and said to him, we're looking for a new graduate to come in and fill a three-month position. Um, can you suggest, you know, five names? So he put forward five names and and he did say to me, look, you know, it's a boys' school, they're all male phys editors, but... Um, you know, I'm going to throw your hat in the ring and we'll see what happens. And yeah, lo and behold, I got offered the job and it turned into nearly eight years at, at the school. So wow, um, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was great because I mean, boys love sport. There was no, yeah. when it come to phys ed, it was made my job a lot easier. Yeah, right. Yeah. What was day one like? Day one, yeah. Um, so generally they were all taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> like even the grade eight. So I would always have to make them sit down and, you know, and then parent teach interviews, the parents would come up to me and I think that I'm a, um, a, a learning teacher sort of thing. They didn't actually realize I was a teacher. They thought I was a student aide or something oh, like that. Wow. So that took a little bit getting used to, but once I'd been there for a while, people, yeah. you know, it was fine. But yeah, it was a, it was a change for everyone. They had to do wow. a lot of things differently. So do you know how that school's going now? Like, are there more females? They since- did get another one in the phys ed department, um, on a, on, I think on a part-time basis, um, So, which is great. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but um, cool. yeah, it was it was a big change for them, and I'm glad they did it. Yeah, game changer. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. How long ago did you stop doing that? I think it was about 2006. I think was when I retired from full time, but then I was still doing some part time and relief work for another few years, and then okay. stopped after that. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have left, but I had another passion that was. I wanted to pursue, so yeah. I took that leap of faith. <laughs> yeah, right. So do you miss it? Yeah. Um, no, actually, I don't anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, t- I think teaching's a little bit different now than it used to be. I don't know. The kids, I feel, are changing a little bit. Teachers don't seem to be able to have as much control as they used to be able to. Really? Um, I just think the whole school environment is a little bit different than it used to be. Yeah. Um, Like red tape-wise, do you mean? Yeah, or? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Um, but it was great and like it was something I'd always wanted to do going through high school, you know, going to uni. It was all about being a phys ed teacher and yeah. it, it was, you know, just as great as I thought it would be. Yeah. But probably now not something I would go back to. But So do you feel like you get a little bit of that teacher thing in your coaching? I do. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I much prefer it that way because I'm dealing with adults and I'm dealing with people who are doing what they want to be doing. Yeah. When you're a teacher, you know, you've got kids in the class who don't want to be there. Yeah. Whereas as a coach, they come to you with, you know, goals and things they want to achieve and, and you give them the work and they'll do it if, yeah. you know, if they want the results. So that's yeah. very different. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Do you, you don't coach kids or anything? I don't. No, yeah. no. We've uh, we've got adults. Um, Janine does. Yeah. Janine Kay has you know a great little very talented um, junior girl she's been working with. Yeah. Um, which suits her and her personality for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, we don't have any juniors. There's some great yeah. junior coaches in Perth, and yeah, cool. I think they're doing an exceptional job. Yeah. So let's talk about GK Endurance. Yes. Um. How did that? So that's obviously Guy and Kate. Yes, well, it is. I, I know say, it is. No, no, yeah. but people don't get that. Oh, really? <laughs> but it is obviously Guy and Kate. Yeah, yeah. and we just thought <laughs> KG was a little bit dodgy. KG endurance does not sound good. Yeah, right. So we, that's why we had to do it the other way around. Yeah. All right. So you'll give him the first one. <laughs> I the will first just name. for this. Just yeah, for yeah. This. <laughs> um, so when did it start? How did it? Um, like, at what point do you say, "Yep, I'm going to be happily." Not just training with yeah. my partner, but also, I guess, working on the side with my partner as well. Like you're all, it's all encompassing. It is all encompassing. We we have two jobs that we do and we do both those jobs together. Yeah. And then we live together and got married. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> um, I, I've always coached ever since, you know, like you said, the teaching thing mm. um, and then getting involved in triathlon and then going and getting my qualifications. I've always had a few athletes that I've been coaching um, yeah. and loved it. it. That's been great. And then, you know, Guy started getting a few and then we thought, well, we maybe we should make it a little bit more professional and that's when we, we did the name, we did the website and just started, you know, just so it had a, you know, yeah. looks better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and explained what we could offer. And then just over the course of a few years, it um, yeah, it got a little bit bigger. And yeah. we, I mean, we're not in it to be massive, and we don't want hundreds. And I, yeah. I like to know all the athletes we have. We have yeah, other coaches working with us, which are great. A few other coaches, yeah. Um, but I like to know all the athletes, and I like to know what's going on. And you can only do that with so many. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we do, to, in some regards, limit. The number of athletes we have and you know people will come in and out at certain times 
Um, and yeah, we like it that way. It, it yeah. It's more of a, you know, fa- a big, a large family sort of thing. Yeah. 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 What, what do you reckon is um, one of your strengths as, as a coach or your, um, your biggest strength? Yeah, that's a tough one because I always feel like there's things you can do better. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds weird from a triathlete. I know. Um, hopefully coming from experience. Yeah. So being an athlete, not just, you know, an athlete myself for 20 years in triathlon, but a professional athlete now for, gosh, yeah, 12 years maybe. Yeah. When did I get my pro, 2006, I got my pro license. And having experienced all the ups and the downs and different types of training and spoken to lots of coaches around the world, Guy and I are always talking to um, any coach we can, we can, if it's a chat with Siri when we're in the US or if it's a chat with um you know anyone else wherever we are we just to keep ourselves up to date with what's happening awesome um, hopefully all of those things uh, we can pass on and help our athletes in achieving their goals at the same time so yeah um i think you know if that helps i know there's great coaches out there that haven't never done a triathlon themselves for yeah. example you know brett sutton yeah, yeah but um i think you know i think that helps us with ours yeah, yeah. and i love that um that you can go to other people to learn from them. Oh, and they're so willing to sit down and to so chat good. with you and tell you, you know, give you advice or give you some yeah help. It's and it's great. Yeah, you know, they're very yeah. Because what's that? What's the saying? Um, the more the more you know, the more you realize that you don't know. That's true. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important to constantly be drawing from. I mean, you've got to filter out the nonsense, but be drawing from from other people who are yeah. more experienced or who just have a slightly different experience. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when we, we went and did Phuket 70.3 last year and went out for dinner after the race and ended up spending half the night with Lance Watson, just oh, wow. sitting there and chatting to him yeah. about coaching. And again, same thing. He was very open and very freely telling us about how he'd set up the business and how how it started to where it is now and, you know, rough idea of scheduling and and because we, you know, it just helps us realize that what we're doing is, you know, on the right track and it's good for our athletes. And and in the end, I think that generally every coach has something to offer and is a good coach. Mm. Um, but for some athletes, different coaches will suit them. Absolutely. So that an athlete is going to go where they want to go. So it doesn't matter with us yep. sharing the information around it. It's no big deal because... You know, there's just some certain personalities or, or, or certain strengths that a particular coach might have that an athlete's going to go to them. Yeah. So um, fully agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's super sad when you see coach-athlete relationships end badly. Obviously, yeah, because it very doesn't have reason. to. No, I don't think it no, does. No, no. It's yeah. just a matter of saying, look, you know, I love what you do. It's great, but I'm just not quite sure. Yeah. It's right for me. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. That's all it is. So I always look at um, when Rennie left Siri yes. for a little while, uh, eighteen months or yeah. twelve months. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Um, and then it was interesting talking to them later after they reunited, yeah. and they both learnt a lot more about each other and about themselves in that time apart, and came back, you know, yeah. stronger type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't. I don't believe it has to. And no. any coach that makes you feel bad is, in my opinion, not not a good coach. No. I agree with that. But I also think you also need to give the coach some time. So if yeah. you go to oh, a new yeah. coach and you're like after four or five months, like, oh, it's not working, yeah. I'm done. I'm like, well, you haven't really given it an opportunity to see if it's going to work. A hundred percent. You've got to give it time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. you got to you got to trust, give time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing happens in four or five, no, five months. No, no, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So. And then, you know, and typically those people then will go to the next person. And, and do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just serial coach hunters. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, they'll find that they will get a result two months into seeing that new coach, but it's actually all the work they've done yeah, in the previous yeah, coach, yeah, yeah. you know, and then the That's new coach true. gets to go. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's a tough yeah. one. But, yeah, um, definitely. But something that um, I love it. I really yeah. love the coaching a lot um, and the group of athletes not just that I have, but GK Endurance has. It's yeah. such a large, diverse range yeah. um, of, of people, you know, just wanting to make the cutoff of, of a half or an Ironman to yeah. um, I now have a great group of professional women that's really exciting. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I have Lisa Tyak in Perth, Claire Davies. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah Tracy, of course. Um, Morrison, Dennings. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so those three, yeah. Ah, they've been on our side of the They're country a few side. times. Yeah, 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 racing lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus a um, couple of Ultraman athletes that are training for Ultraman Australia this year. So, ah. so there's a big range. Yeah, of, right. Yeah, which it makes it yeah really interesting, and exciting for yeah. everyone to be able to follow. You know, then you've got Mel Yuri who yeah. goes and does Epic Five. Or <laughs> she's um, next level. Oh yeah, she's way next level. I call yeah. I call her crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Ultraman is as far as it goes. That yeah, is yeah. too much to handle. Yeah. <laughs> so if it, if an athlete comes to you guys, you know, just jumps on the website yeah. info at GK Endurance. Do you guys catch up with them and then go, do you know what? I think you'll be more suited to Guy or to yourself or? Yeah. So we actually do a little bit of stalking first, Ooh, like when they apply. Good. I mean, like the dating. internet can tell you everything Absolutely. At, at these days. Um, even if you just get a work name or something, you can find out some information. And so then we can see what type of athlete they are and, you know, where they might be best suited and, and what, you know, what they're training for and things like that. So, yeah, um, yeah because... Yeah, some some people are better off. Each of our coaches offers something different, which yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. So yeah, we we make sure we try and fit the athlete athlete with the right coach. Nice. Mm. All right, that's enough triathlon talk. It is, yeah, but that was fun. <laughs> Let's go back to last year when uh, your big wedding day. I know. I want to do it all over again. <laughs> so it was, a, it was an awesome day, big party. It was it was fantastic. And unfortunately, I got really I was really sick the week before. This is the oh, only no. thing that disappoints me and makes me sad but you can't tell on the photo so that's the main thing yeah um i had i missed busso i was meant to race busso the weekend before and ended up having to miss the race because i was so sick yeah and then spent the few days in bed early on the week and then woke up with vestibular vestibular neuritis which is um <laughs> like just dizziness and oh. um i couldn't even so dizzy that you can't even get out of bed as oh, soon geez. as I was standing up out of bed, I was vomiting and Guy was having to like carry me to the bathroom. Um, oh, dude. It was so bad that I was in tears because I was like, I can't walk down the aisle. I am not going to be able to walk down the aisle on Saturday. Uh, so all the last meetings and everything Guy and my mother went to and he's like messaging me as I'm laying in bed because he had no idea <laughs> what was going on. Like, did we order this? What colour is this meant to be? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, flowers. Oh, what? We did have a wedding planner who was a good friend of ours, thankfully. Um, and then we had all friends come in from the US and I couldn't drive. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm in the back of the car laying down as we're going out to the airport and, and things like that to, so I can meet them. And we get to the airport and I'm laying on the floor at the airport like, hi, I'm here, but I can't stand up because I'm so dizzy. Um. So there were eye exercises and stuff I could do, but you can't really take anything for it. It just takes time. Wow. Um, 
so that was probably a disappointing part. Like the the day of the wedding, my bride, chief bridesmaid Ruth, stayed over, yeah. and um, we, I got up in the morning. I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting married," and then I went back to bed <laughs> for a few hours while they all went to the hairdressers and things like that. Oh my god. Um, so I got through the day. Like I actually got through the day and had a fantastic time. Okay. Ended up having, you know, two drinks. Yeah. Um we did a dance, a special dance that we'd planned for ages and got yeah. through that. So it was all great. But by the time we got to the hotel that night after the wedding, yeah. I was literally like done. Yeah. I um I went back to the doctors first thing next morning and on Sunday morning took me to the doctors and um, yeah, so the wedding itself was amazing. Okay, that's good. I had a, yeah, it yeah. was great. And the photos are beautiful and I had we had all our friends and family there. It was Yeah. It was wonderful. Um and over time the the dizziness did go and we had another week before we left on our honeymoon and I was able to to enjoy that. It took about it took a good two two weeks, two and a half weeks for the the full dizziness to settle down. Wow. And I never want to have to deal with it again. I mean, I found out it's people can suffer it um, continually. Like they can get it again and again and again. And so that was my biggest concern. Yeah. But mine was related to being sick and having the cold. Yeah, So right. that's so hopefully I haven't had it again since. So it should have just been a one-off episode. Um, but I've spoken to people that, yeah, get it. And then, you know, three or four months later they get it again and it can be. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... That was interesting time. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of. I had that neither. Before. I had neither. Um, but it just came on. Um, you know, when you get sick and you are up all night coughing, like yeah, not yeah. being able to sleep is yeah. the worst thing. So I was sleeping on the couch in the spare room, and it, and this was about two a.m. in the morning. I got up to go to the bathroom, and as I got up, I literally just collapsed on the ground, and it just hits you like that. Then all of a sudden, that's it. The room spinning. It's like oh, you know God. being drunk but not having anything to drink yeah um and that's it just not fair. it is yeah that's right <laughs> it was um yeah it was not awesome <laughs> wow yeah so that was my wedding week <laughs> yay that, lucky geez. me <laughs> wow yeah so lucky it had a few days beforehand so. yeah yeah oh, i'm glad the actual day the day know, was quite yeah. well and yes yeah. yeah yeah lots of great memories of it that's cool um so um i'd love to i mean do it all again it was yeah right <laughs> i remember after our wedding we we're like let's just do a reunion next year i know well i've kept the dress and everyone's yeah. like what are you gonna do with it i'm like i'm gonna wear it again in 10 years yeah i'm telling you we are gonna have it Ooh, <laughs> it has I like to be that. worn again Gosh. Yeah, yeah for sure yeah so. yeah my dress is still hanging in the cupboard um my f- i think i dropped it off at the dry cleaners i did then, drop that off too yeah yeah did they successfully clean it yeah and put it in a nice box and everything oh, oh, and then okay. mum picked it up so oh nice because i would gone on my honeymoon yeah <laughs> you're either on your honeymoon or flat out on the that's floor, right so. one or the other yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, my friend picked mine up for whatever reason and she said that the dry cleaners just laughed at her and said there's no way this dress is getting cleaned it was filthy. really yeah oh yeah, yeah. but you oh, i saw pictures of your yeah, ours was pretty messy yeah by the end of the day yeah yeah but yeah. i wouldn't like i'm always proud of the fact that you cannot clean my wedding dress. Yeah, there's a story to tell. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where there's blood stains on the knee oh, part. Gosh. Yeah, well. <laughs> I blame um, uh, my friend who was our uh, bartender or like the main waitress. And I said to her, 
the wedding party must always have a drink in their hands. Right. And she nailed it. Really? So, yeah. Oh, gosh. But we also did triathlon that morning. I saw we, that yeah, too. You did, didn't with you? With coronas at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the aid stations. Oh, man. Weddings. They were oh, the man. best. They yeah. Are, oh, yeah. 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 Actually, I'm going to – I can say this because this podcast won't be um, published until after this event, mm-hmm. but uh, my brother's getting married in, I don't know, three weeks or something. Yeah. It's weekend by weekend at the moment, <laughs> um, and it, but it's meant to be an engagement party and they're doing a surprise wedding. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. So it'll be pretty funny, but he's told me because he's asked me to take some photos. Okay, um, to be prepared. Yeah, right. but he's <laughs> – He's, he's a bit of a bogan, mm-hmm. self-confessed bogan right. as well, so I'm not speaking out of turn, even yeah. though it's my brother, I can bag the shit out of him you if I want. can say what you want. Exactly. <laughs> so it's literally going to be at their block of land yeah. that they've built a shed on that they're living in at the moment. And I'm like, am I taking photos of like VB cans and a bonfire? He's like, pretty much. And it's the bogan, the wedding party. Totally. <laughs> Yeah. He, I actually, to take the piss, I Googled Bogan Wedding. Yeah. And there was a photo that came up of a groom and a bride kissing and someone doing like burnouts in the background. Oh. And I texted it to him saying, let's try and do this, joking. And he's like, hell yeah, that'd oh, be awesome. Okay. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure there won't be like high heels and fancy no. dresses at that one. Oh, but that'll be relaxed. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, when everyone finds out. Yeah. I'm not sure how my mum's going to cope with a surprise wedding, but we'll. Yeah. 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 I'll, I keep joking that, you know, you'd normally see photos of the groom the first time they see the bride walking down yeah, the aisle yeah. to see their face. Yeah. I'm going to take photos of my mum and see what her face is doing. <laughs> That's where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be my mother, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only daughter. So, yeah. It was yeah. All, and both my younger brothers are married with. Um, how many kids? We got five niece and nephews on my side, and yeah, um, and two on guys. So yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that's we a were, good segue, we, actually. Oh no, sorry, keep going. Oh yeah, so we were the sort of the last in the the oldest, but the last to tie yep. the knot. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get married before I'm forty. I think I literally had two months or something. Yeah, so right. it was, yeah. nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Are you forty? I am. You look amazing for a 40-year-old. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked you as 40. Mm, no, that's good. I don't mind. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Age is a funny thing, isn't it? It is an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you see, when you hit that age of 40, all of a sudden it's like, is something meant to change now? Is something meant to be different? Like, yeah. am I considered old now? Like, when you look at... Like when I came to Taupo and you look at the start list and I'm so used to going to races and you know everyone and they've been around and yeah. I have such fond memories of this race. Yeah. And and all of them involve Joe jo Lawn. Yeah. Like so many great memories of awesome battles with her and, and we laugh and we joke about it now, but I'm sure at the time we hated each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I look at a start list and I'm like, I don't really know anyone. <laughs> it's a bit of a change of the guard, hey? I two or hey? three people, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, I mean, it's good in a way. I think the sport, it's good because it just continues to grow and evolve. Oh, yeah. Well, we've yeah. got to see, yeah, newbies coming through Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a, t- it's a tough, well, you'd know better than anyone. It's a tough gig. It's, it's oh, tough to be a professional athlete It is, and I'm not sure if I, not that I've spoken to any of the new ones, but I feel like it's probably even tougher now. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we started out and um, I wouldn't say it was easier because it was still tough. Yeah. But the market was different and yep. it was a 
getting sponsors was not easier, but th- there were there was more there to get, and they were more yeah. willing more willing to give. And I think yeah. that's a lot harder now. You know, oh definitely, we're, we're lucky we've had sponsors that have been with us our entire career, and and yeah. we still have them. But you could be a new pro now and performing extremely well and not get much. Yeah, and it's very tough. And then you even just not even just competing with other pros for sponsors and no. stuff. You're competing against age groupers That's and right. social media and yeah. like it's completely changed the yeah. game completely yeah guy jokes that when we retire and, and race age group that <laughs> we'll probably end up with more sponsors yeah, yeah. than we do as professionals <laughs> it's pretty crazy it's a yeah it's a, it's a i have this conversation all the time mm. and it's it's hard because obviously you guys need to draw a line and sort of say you know no we're not going to be um sprucing your products unless we're getting paid or, or whatever but then Joe Blow. Then you end up with nothing. Well, yeah, because mm. old mate's given a pair of running shoes yeah. and there's 50 posts on social media about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's making it harder for professional it athletes. It is. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about how you wouldn't normally, in the past, you would never have a sponsor's logo on your kit yeah. unless there was money involved. Yep. But now every, people's kits are just covered in logos. Yep. And like you said, you know, you get given a pair of shoes or you, you know, get given a pair of glasses or, and it's all over the kit. So, yep. so though everyone, those that have that standard just don't have anything on their kits yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard some pros say to me apparently at the moment or whatever it was a year or so ago that it's, a sponsor has said to them, it's more about your social media presence than yeah. your results. Yeah. Like has flat out said that. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, what 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 do you do as a pro? No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is tough. It is. It's very, it's very, very different. It's different to than what it used to be like. Yeah. Mm. But and I guess um, like you said, you've had some uh sponsors who have stuck with you guys for quite a while. That relationship is yeah. certainly key. Oh, you, it is, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we invited one of our sponsors. To, I mean, to our wedding, they're people, you know, oh, they're, yeah? they're friends now. Yeah. And no matter what ends up happening um, in that relationship, it, it's they're two different things, business versus, you know, friends. So yeah. Yeah. if down the track they're no longer, it doesn't matter. They're still, you know, still they're mates. still our friends. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's so, really good. Um, oh, yeah, we've had some for a very long time. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, there's, and there's others that um, – you know, we know we could probably get more or a better deal elsewhere, but I won't. I love that. I am, and Guy knows it. He says, you're loyal to a fault sometimes. Yeah. And I said, I don't care. Like, yeah. There's, yeah. there's some things that are just more important than than money. And, yeah. you know, these people have been there from the beginning and been, you know, good to us from the beginning and, and that's what matters. I rate that. Yeah. I love that. So, um, whereas that's hard to find these days too. <laughs> Absolutely, everyone's looking for the quick buck, yeah. the next, the next big deal, and yeah, and like to to an extent, I, I mean, I don't want to bag people who are no, trying to be professional and look after themselves. Right. There's that point of view as well, yeah, especially but, if they have family and yeah, know. yeah, yeah. There's reasons for doing things, and I think it's the way that you do it yes. is key, yes, for that's sure. True. Yeah. yeah, like you see some terrible. Oh yeah, I see some shocking things. I bet you do. You I know. read about them later, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even like you know, I've spoken to male and female pros, and I've had to literally say, "Do you maybe want to put on a sponsor's t-shirt while we're doing this video interview?" Like yeah. just stuff like that. Yeah. Like you know, you, you need to think about that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Let's go back to that other segue that I tried oh, yeah, to, and then we went on about- 
brothers. So two younger brothers. Two younger brothers, yes. What do they do? So the youngest brother, Blake, um, he works on the mines. In oh, Perth. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so fly in, fly, fly out. Fly in, or, fly yeah. out. Um, it's very, it's, it's big in Western Australia. Yeah. Not as big as it used to be, but it's still, you know, yeah. um, Perth's super expensive or because they think we all work on the mines and we don't. <laughs> Five dollar um, But you would know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's fly in, fly out, but pretty good deal. He's um, one, one on, one off, one week on one, which is just recently okay. started. He was two and one before, now he's one and one, yeah. which it works out well because they have, the uh, kids. Two kids. Yep. Yeah. T- two very young kids. Yep. Little boys. So which guy and I are godparents for? Ah, oh, yay. Um and the other brother, Michael, he is the manager of Quest Apartments. Oh, okay. For, if he won't listen, I so it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um because it's not he does Perth, Melbourne, Darwin, Adelaide. Like so for a lot of the bigger Australian states as well, not yeah, just right. in Western Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So he does that. So he travels a bit around and looks after all those. Yeah. Yep. Do they and have... they have three kids. Wow. Yeah, Ella, Nate and Avery. So Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. So three kids, that's a lot. It is. I feel like it is for today. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, I think in my... Even say my parents' time. Yeah, yeah. Three to five kids was probably the norm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. Do I'm three. Yeah, I'm part yeah. of a three. So, but I think now one and two is probably a little bit, and it's I don't yeah. know, is it to do with the cost of living and this you know the society we're being brought up with and things being yeah. a bit different. But, um, yeah, yeah, three. Well, originally my brother was like no, two, 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 two. So there's a big gap. Yeah, okay. I think there's like six years, five or six years gap between the the youngest and yeah. the next one. Yeah, because then they decide, ended up with a third. Yeah, right. <laughs> but now it's done, apparently. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I um, I mean, it took me a long time to know that I was ready to have kids. Yeah. And I joke and say now because I've just been feeling so crap Yeah. Um, that it's definitely one. But I was saying that beforehand. I just, I, I mean, who knows? We yeah. might have this kid and then go... You want oh, another. Oh, wow, another one. Yeah. But certainly at the moment and yeah. before I got pregnant, I, yeah, had just always thought, yeah, I want I yeah. want one. Yeah. And we've got friends who live close by. I've got kids. And so it's not like – I don't feel like the kid – my grand told me the, the, the other day for calling it the kid. But Why? I'm like, does it – is that offensive? I'm sure <laughs> it's – like it will be my kid. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go around saying the fetus will turn into a baby, which then turns into a top. Like, yeah. Anyway, that's not a kid. It's my grandchild. I'm like, it's actually your great grandchild, old woman. Oh, anyway, yeah. that's why I get in trouble. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Um, having one. one kid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, who knows? We yeah. may change our minds, but I'm pretty sure it'll just be, just be, the just one. be one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and age, I mean, I don't think age always necessarily has to be like a number doesn't need to be a thing, but you know, by the time we have this kid and then if you want another one a yeah. couple of years later, yeah. time's ticking on yeah, that's a little right. bit. And yeah, I just, absolutely. that, I don't know that, but who knows? I um, know it's an interesting uh, conversation. Actually one that I have quite often with Belinda because Guy and I uh, are yeah. not sure <laughs> yeah. we probably won't. Yeah. We'll probably have more fur babies. Yeah. Um, he was adopted, so we, you know, we do always. Guy talk. was adopted. Yes, he was. Oh wow! So, um, you know, there's if we t- if we change our minds, you know, there's 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 that option as well. But yeah. um, right now we're like, no, we're neither of us are 
I, I don't feel like I must have a child. Yeah, and, yeah. And I need a child to complete me and I need to have. <sighs> We're surrounded by kids. It's great. Yep. You know, we have that opportunity to be with them. Um but still do what we want to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fair enough. Just sidebar, that family who adopted, obviously yes. his parents, Yes. very lucky parents to be able to adopt a man like Guy or a boy <laughs> at the time like Guy. So he has oh, an adopted brother as well who um, oh, wow. he's a policeman in Auckland. Yeah. So obviously Guy's from New Zealand and his mum lives in Rotorua. Yeah. And um, we also have met his, he knows his birth mum. So okay. I've met her too. Yeah. Uh, and he, she's a full hippie, like, oh, and he really? won't. Yeah, he says that, so I'm sure that yeah, he won't yeah. mind me saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but he hasn't been able to find his birth father. Hasn't. No, yeah, okay. tried, but hasn't been able to find. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no. Wow. So he's um, considering the way he's turned out. It's yeah. 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 Wow. What special people? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They adopted Absolutely. too. So. Um, yeah, he, he, but he is special, let's be honest. That's what I was alluding to. <laughs> <laughs> he is very special. <laughs> hey, he's a good man. He is. He's a we very actually got man. to run together yesterday. I don't know if I you've saw, seen the I photo. I saw a photo. I don't know who took it, but yeah. <laughs> I think we ran like three or four Ks. That's so cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, It'll that's be pretty one special. Of those, yeah, memories for the for book when you both have one of those days together. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, only it would awesome. happen on a course that's three laps, so. Yeah, true, mm. true, true, true. Um, back to the baby discussion yes. and I laugh because, you know, I, I I cannot stand it when people say to you, you don't know, um, like you're selfish if you don't have a kid, you don't know love until you have a kid. I just, like I get it and yeah. I'm so excited to meet our kid yeah. and I want to give so much love to that kid. But I don't, it doesn't make me a better person. It doesn't make me a more fuller person than anyone else. And I've had this conversation for years because I didn't know whether I'd want a kid. Right, yeah. For, for, it was literally halfway through last year. It really? hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. And I never wanted to have a kid because I thought society told me to or that the clock was ticking or no. anything like that because I just think it's the wrong reason it is the wrong to reason. have children. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So when people ask, people like yourself yeah. or um, Belinda. Yeah. And, I, and I know that we can talk about Belinda because she's so open. Oh, she is totally because that. we talked about, we talk about yeah. it. Yeah. It's just, it's obnoxious. Like it's re- really poor form. I, I like, I understand. I don't get offended when people used to ask me, it was just the tone in which they asked. If it was an accusing tone, like, yeah. are you having children when, you know, you got to have it now. Or if it's just a very, do you reckon you have kids? Yes. You know, it's, it's a very different. different way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is different. So, And I think you've got you to be so careful. You know, some people may just not be able to have kids and don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. It is. And I, th- I, I hopefully I think the general population is changing in regards to so. that compared yeah. to what it used to be like when it was the norm that you would have a children. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I feel like there is there is a shift and, and yeah. it's, it's – we have, friend, you know, a lot of great friends and couples that don't have kids and yeah. then we have others, you know, that do. So we've got the best of both worlds. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, it just depends what you want to do with your life. Definitely. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I just got to a point and I was like, I just – I don't think I want to be doing that all the time yeah. now. And now, yeah. yeah, that's where that's where it sort of came yeah. to me for sure. Yeah. So, and I just, I honestly can't wait for the kid to meet Henry, and they can be little pals. <laughs> and it will be great. I think, I think having a a child grow up with a pet yeah. is the best thing. Totally. Like I th- yeah. 
you grew up with pets, obviously. All the, yes. Yeah. yeah. And our, well, I mean, our house is full of animals. Yeah. Um, but one of my brothers, they don't, um, they don't have any animals in the house with the two young boys. So when they come over and the dogs and the cats, it's taken a while to, for them to get used to them. Yeah. They're definitely a, a lot better now. Yeah. But um, I think it's great for them to have them in the Absolutely. house. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it teaches them so many things. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. Even down to you know, eventually a pet dies and stuff. Like even Dealing teaching that. about that kind of yeah. stuff, which is a horrible thing to think no, about. No, no, it's true. But yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, learn a lot about compassion and yeah. companionship and yeah. yeah that's that'll be, that'll about. be cute. That'll yeah. be really cute. We'll just see how Henry goes. <laughs> the love of my life. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, now, but you and Guy are more cat people? Yes, we are. Yes. Yes, but we have a dog in the house. We live yeah. with my mum and dad. Now that's south of Perth. Yes. No, yes. South yeah. of Perth. Yeah. yeah. So because we, um, I do have, I say I, but it's actually a we now, <laughs> <laughs> um, an apartment in, yeah. in Perth um, that I've been renting out for, Yeah. Okay. I don't know how many years now. I've lost track of how long it's been, <laughs> 10 years. Um, and because we split our time between Australia and the US, yeah. Then um, when we just co- when we come back to Perth, we stay with mum and dad. It's the house yep. I grew up in. There's plenty of room, and I always say, look, you know, if if it gets too crowded, let me know. But um, yeah, she it's does say that they love having us there. <laughs> That's <laughs> Whether cool. Whether she's just being nice or that. <laughs> um, so we stay there, and then we go back to Boise. yeah, right, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. So speaking of living with your parents, let's mm. go back to you growing up. Yes. So growing up, two younger brothers. Two younger brothers. How was that dynamic when you were kids? Was it? How's it shifted? I don't think it was too bad from what I remember because they fought with each other. I was <laughs> sort of, you know, the two boys were the ones that were at each other's throat all the time and I was the outsider. Yeah, right. Um, not, well, not the outsider, but they always sort of looked after their sister even though I was – the um the oldest yeah they were always looking after me which was great and they still do yeah when right. guy first came to perth and they met guy my youngest brother took him out to the cot hotel and literally sat him down and he said you hurt my sister and i will you know i'll break your neck wow um and guy came back and told me and i just laughed so <laughs> sounds like an episode of the bachelor at home visits yeah that's right so <laughs> um so growing up with them was yeah i mean we had our moments but yeah um, like any brother and sister, but nothing. Yeah. Our family was, yeah, pretty normal. And you're still pretty close with them? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Yeah. So um, I, we would see them quite often when we were in Perth and then yeah. obviously we're away for four to six months of the year. But yeah, yeah, no issues. Like, yeah, we chat and catch up as much as we can. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And where do, do, where do you get like your sporting gene from? And, um, and are your brothers similar or? Yeah, they were growing up and my mum actually was. Um, she was a netball player growing up and so I played netball first. That was my first true sporting love growing up. Wing attack. Yeah, and centre. Yeah. So with I heart. always had, um, my ambitions were always about netball. Yeah. Wanting to Same. play for the state, play for Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And but I just kept getting told, getting told too short, yeah. you're too short. It, does, it doesn't matter. My skills are good. Yeah, but yeah. You still actually do need a bit of height in level. I think they're getting taller. They are, aren't they? They're the huge. Aussie team or I the know. Thunderbirds or whoever it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was always about netball. So I only got involved in triathlon um, as a side to netball just for a bit of fitness. Yeah, right. So it was never. Um, and then I got involved in co- coaching netball. Yeah. And I actually coached um, the Bassett twins, so Caitlin Bassett, who really? now plays for Australia, uh, which was great. Claim so, that. Yeah, I will claim <laughs> that, totally. 
Um, how did we even get on? Oh, so sporting. Yes. Yeah, so my yep. mom played netball. <laughs> I was like, my dad wasn't into, uh, my dad was in the army. So he, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, he was military police. So he still has his MP helmet. And as we, when we grew up, sometimes he would make us, we had to make our beds with hospital corners and he'd come in and see if he could bounce a coin on it. So hence wow. I refuse to make my bed anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Does Guy make the bed at home or? He's, you know, he just pulls the quilt up. There's no such thing as making the bed. You just pull yeah, the quilt same, up and you same. hide everything and it looks fine. Tot- and then you're going to get into bed and mess it up anyway. I know. So well, um, we're, we're actually sitting in a hotel room at the moment no, and when someone good. comes in, I definitely didn't do that. But someone comes in and makes it and it takes you 30 seconds to actually rip the sheets back. Yeah. Like that's valuable chilling out time. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't like – he likes to have – he doesn't like the sheets tucked in on the side because yeah, he's like so tall. Yeah. yeah. He likes to be able to stick his legs out. Yeah. So it's no point in even tucking them in. So, um, so but my brothers played baseball. Oh, okay. Um, And – the middle brother, Michael, he did want, he's always wanted to do an Ironman um, and did like triathlon. So he entered one. It was over in the US. It wasn't an official WTC, a v, WTC event. I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it was in Oakland. Was it the Redmond Ironman or something? Okay. That used to be on. And so I went there to watch him with my mum the uh, that one year he went to go and do it. And they had like record 100 degree temperatures. And yeah. anyway, he ended up in the back of an ambulance passed out wow um and has never tried again since kids came along job yeah. came along and all that sort of stuff yeah um so they're not really they don't do anything now yeah just you know health you know a little bit of fitness health wise but nothing. yeah yeah what yeah. what do you reckon or how do you reckon they would describe you as a sister that would be really interesting um mm. Let's call them. <laughs> very stubborn. Yeah, you're a stubborn person. Totally. Yeah. Oh gosh, guy tells. Yeah, it's probably. It's going to say one of my best and one of my worst traits mm. at the same time. Yeah, it can. De- I because I think I'm similar. Mm. Yes, stubborn can be very good, it but can detrimental. Be. Yes. Obviously, every now and then as well. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Um. Guy may even say that sometimes I'm a like a bit of a loner, and I don't not in a bad way, but yeah. I sometimes I just like my own space, and I just want my yeah you know own time or and things like that. I'm yeah. not um we're quite different. Is that we'll go out? You're probably more like him, and I don't know. You can tell me what you're like with Brett, but yeah, we'll go out, and he he'll be the one that's just. Talk, 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 going from one group to the next, da, 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 and I'm yeah. quite happy to sit down and Settle chill and, with, yeah. you know, one person. I'll be fine for the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, and when it's time to leave, I need to plan half an hour to an hour in advance <laughs> yeah. because it'll take that long for him to stop talking for us to leave. Yeah. Um, is that you? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Brett? <laughs> yeah. Is he the same as you? Are you both? No, no, no. no he's, he's like you. me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Although he has changed. He used to be, when we first met, yeah. it got to a point, um, actually it was one of the deciding factors and I actually broke up with him about six months into the relationship because I just had in my head that he had to be like more, well, yeah, just more like outgoing and stuff. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't comprehend that he would be happy just sitting in a corner being pretty quiet at a party. Whereas I was like, Hey, what's going on type of thing. Yes. Not that that was the reason we broke up, but it was one of those things that I was like, I don't want to have to babysit him our entire life at social gatherings. There was other things. But then we obviously got back together after I obviously. cried 
Exactly. for two weeks and realised how much I was actually in love with him. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, but yes, so it's that's, exactly same, same. Yeah. yeah, so I guess it's one of those things where opposites attract. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm quite happy for him to be going to do that and me yeah. to be, you know, to sitting down. And it's like when you go to, to an event, to a triathlon event. Yeah. I, if we go to registration or we go to something, it's like we need to allow twice as much time <laughs> than usual because – He'll be talking to yep. to every other person. Yeah. Um, but he's very good at that. Like it's part of his, you know, he works for Blue 70 as yep. well and um, he's very good with the, you know, yeah. that part of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he's also very sincere. Like he actually. Yeah. So, and sometimes to a fault. Yeah, like, right. Like he's just, yeah, so nice and will do anything for anyone. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like. Why are you? Dude. Why are you doing that? Yeah, like, yeah. This this is just it's something that's going to cause you pain and oh, but they need my help and I'm like, Ugh. oh, <laughs> like that's so, so he's nice. very he's very much like that. Whereas I'm yeah. like yes, yes, no, yeah, <laughs> like there's no it's yeah, white or right. black. There's no grey. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's cool. Like it's good to have those different dynamics mm. in a relationship. I think. Yeah, I oh, know it sure. is. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what makes it work. Yeah, definitely. Um. So, um, yeah, it just, I just forget sometimes and I get annoyed <laughs> that we're st- I'm still waiting and I'm like, I know this will be the case. <laughs> yeah. I'll, um, like if I'm somewhere, I'll say, uh, Brett's coming to pick me up and he'll like, how long? I'm like five minutes. It's like, I'll see you in a- half an hour. Yeah, exactly. And then it gets my back up. So I'm like, smart ass. I'm like, you're right. You're right. It's right. true. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it is one thing that. Like yes, very similar to guy because I actually I love that I um and I don't want this to sound arrogant or obnoxious but I love it when people come up and say hi to me yeah because it makes me it's not validation but you know when people come up and say hi and they've gone out of their way to say hi I just I, I thrive on that oh because, no I can understand that yeah yeah, yeah. it just yeah. makes me think yeah I'm I'm doing something right because people have recognised me and what I'm doing so yeah. it gives me it gives me like almost immediate feedback which yeah. is I really really enjoy yeah that so, makes sense yeah totally. I do feel awful though at lots and as a professional athlete you'd get this a lot so many people come up and you may have met them once at the end of a race or lining up for yeah. this or that and you can't remember who they are because no. you meet so many people absolutely you I do. feel terrible when I don't remember them but <laughs> you can still talk to them though and yeah. see if it comes back within you know in the conversation there's ways yeah. around it so I've got a massive tell though because I'm if if I don't know who you are I'm like hey and my voice goes really, really high because okay. I've got quite a low voice, and it goes really high. And then, but and I'll never obviously say the name because I can't remember the name. Yeah. But if I know you, typically I'll be like, "Hey, Kate, Straight how are you away. doing?" Yeah, yeah, and give you a hug and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, massive tell. No, so um, oh yeah, that's what makes life interesting. I mean, yesterday mm. this was this probably made my day yesterday because yes, the race wasn't a great day, um, and even though I struggled through a walk run marathon I did finish the race feeling extremely sick and which was surprising um and ended up spending some time in the medical tent yeah a few hours later when I did get up to leave um, (laughs) we were walking out and a guy from another little cubicle called out Kate and I didn't hear it but guy did and he said someone's calling out your name and so we turned around and went back and we met this guy this young guy who actually lives in 
Bunbury in Perth. We'd never met before. Yeah. And he said, you don't know me, but I just want to tell you, I was there in 2010 when you did Ironman ah. WA and one and I was standing at the finishing line and you were uh, – you inspired me to do an Ironman. Aww. And I was like, what? And he told me his whole story and he said he saw that. And I said, I want to, um, he goes, I want to put myself in that position. And I'm like, no, you don't really <laughs> want to put yourself in that position. And I said, oh, wow, you've just made my day. Like, you know, I had a terrible oh, day. Cool. And then some stranger takes their time out of the day to call you aside and, and tell you something like that. Yeah. And um, it was it was actually quite emotional for, yeah. you know, for me. And um. And so then, you know, you walk away and you say, well, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's so nice. It was Especially really when you've nice. had a he rough day. He didn't have to, you know, exactly. say anything. He didn't have to say anything at all. That's why I think and it's so cool. he took the time to say something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's super cool. It was. It was really cool. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so speaking of those inspiring, I guess, I mean, that wasn't a life-changing moment, but it definitely no, it changed your attitude and everything at yeah, the moment. It made did. you feel good, good enough to talk about it on the Wits Up podcast, which yeah. goes out to millions. Um, throughout your life, what, what moments have you had that, and it doesn't not necessarily about triathlon, but yeah. something that's kind of inspired you or helped change the direction you thought you might have been taking? Like what are some of the – game-changing moments that you remember oh wow that's we just went real deep i know i don't know if I can... <laughs> we'll talk we'll do fart jokes after this uh, just to bring it back down uh, wow and just while you're having a think i just need to plug the computer in because it's just starting to die a little <laughs> bit surprisingly we're talking a lot but you think and talk and just embrace Life changing this moment. moments hard, isn't it? it is really hard because there's probably a lot of small things that happen along the way that uh, set, push you in a certain direction. And and I don't know if anything is really massive and hugely life-changing. Um, I mean, it's a little thing like I, I'm, I'm a massive homebody. Like I um, love being around my family, you know. My, that's, I've that's always obvious. said my mum is, you. My, you know, I've grown up with my mum as my best friend. And, yeah. Um, so... Um, it, I don't even know what year it was. In 2005, for me, I took a leap of faith and did a year's teacher exchange. So oh. um, I swapped jobs with someone at a school in Vancouver in Canada. Yeah. And you swap houses. So they went to the apartment that I had in Perth and, and did that for a year. Now, for me, that was massive. Like yeah. to be on my own, um, yeah. In in a in a foreign country and going to a foreign school and teaching and having to uh, meet new people, which is not something I do very easily. Yeah. Um. There were tears for like weeks. I was like, I can't do this. I've got to come home. Like I can't yeah. handle this. It's just way out of my comfort zone. In but, the so end, so what made you do it? Because it's always something I'd wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'd always wanted in- to do a teacher exchange. Yeah. And I had always wanted to go to Canada. You couldn't. It was very difficult to do in the US and uh, the UK. I heard the teaching conditions were just ter- like not ideal, and yeah. the pay. You still get paid. I still got paid from my school in Perth as per normal. He still got paid from his. Oh, okay. So that none of that changed. Yeah, right. Um, so it was something that I'd wanted to do. So I wanted to put myself in that position, and then I was in that position, and I was like, I can't do this. Wow. Um, but I did, and in the end, it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. It just took more time, and I. Th- and I think for me, 
that probably was a life-changing experience. I was like, wow, yeah. I, I can do this. You know, I can be on my own. Um, and, you know, I made some great friends and I traveled around and uh, that and I that's when I got a little bit more seriously involved in triathlon. Yeah. Um, so that would, that would probably be something that I would put up there as being, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds huge. It was yourself for me in the deep and end. for for the person that I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it yesterday. Yeah, but, yeah. But obviously, but for after me, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, good on you. So, so twelve that was months. Good. Yeah, so twelve months. Yeah, right. Yeah, through uh, winter in Vancouver is not so bad. Yeah, um, but it's a beautiful city, and they say it's a lot similar to Perth, but. I don't know. Um, oh, really? I've heard that they say it's similar to Melbourne. It probably is more similar to Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it was it was one of those things that I was extremely glad glad that I did, and I think it helped me later on when I decided to you know go and do the the US summers and as a triathlete. Um, yeah. Because I was doing them on my own for the first few years as well before I met Guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask, um, and the reason this question pops up is because Tammy Barker asked this question to Cam Brown at the press conference. Yeah. And a lot of people ask him because he's 46. 46. 46. Oh, my gosh. And look, he ran, what, 241 yesterday? And he's just the nicest guy. He, I. So nice. He's unreal. He was, so I, this was the first race that I ever covered in 09 ever. Oh really? Yeah. So this race is pretty special to me in terms of like the wits up yeah. career. Yeah. Um, wits up wasn't anything back then. It yeah. wasn't even a thought. Yeah. Um, but I just always remember being here and, um, seeing him finish and he did all the interviews, all that yep. kind of stuff and amazing speaks so well, blah, 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 blah. And then once that was done, he made a B, is it a beeline or a V-line? Yeah, no, beeline. Beeline to yeah. um, his kids and yeah. family and he sat down on the steps and just had a chat to them and I could hear him saying, what have you guys been up to today? And I just, from that moment, I was like, God, what a, what a champion, but what a good man as yeah, well. Yeah. I just remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, sidebar. Um, and so she said to him, um, oh, by the way, for – because I don't know when I'll publish this, but he had the course record here, yes. which was broken by Terenzo, but the top three he broke, broke the well. record. He said that. He said, yeah. I went out and I broke my own course record. And, and ran a 241. And still finished third. Yeah. Crazy. Mm, I know. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. But yeah, so Tammy, the way Tammy asked this question, I really liked. And she said, this comes from such a place of respect. It's not about... She was talking about retirement and stuff, right. like how much longer you're yes. going to do this. And she's yeah. like, it's not from a place – because clearly you're, you're a champion. Enough. and That's yeah. right. Um, so it's fully coming from a place of respect and intrigue. Yeah. You know, when will you hang up the boots? Yes. And he, he's like, I just don't know. While I'm feeling this good, I, I won't want to. So that leads me into so that this was, question. So that was his answer. Yeah, yeah. So he was just like, you know, I'll yeah. be, I'm pretty sure I'll be back here next year. And, yeah. you know, I still love it and yeah. I'm still doing okay and – yeah, he obviously looks after himself very Absolutely. well because he's got a very long career. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that leads me to, to a bit of a question for you, and it's not about immediate retirement or no. anything. But and again, I do get comes, the question, though. Well, yeah, and yeah. I imagine you do. And, again, it's that whole number thing, being 40. Like I it imagine you do thing. get it Yeah, and I wonder if it's just the number thing. I wonder if people didn't know the age would they ask the question? Great. And I don't think they would. You don't think they would? No, because I, 
like like I said to you, I don't think of you as a 40-year-old. Yeah. I don't think of you as Kate Bevilacqua who's been in the sport for 20 years. Yeah. I just think of you as a, an athlete yeah. who, you know, whose Kona isn't your goal. Yeah. You've got different goals within yeah. the sport. That's how I see you. You're Which just is great. Not... I think that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But I think there's that stigma with the number 40. I think there is because I can guarantee I turned 40 August, August last year and since then has been the most number of times really? I've been asked about retirement. Yeah. Like how long are you going to do this for? Yeah. And um, and I can understand the, where camp's coming from because you don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, who would have thought that Liz Lars would have just retired this year? I- she just had the best year of her career. Yeah. And she's already qualified for Kona this year. Yeah. And she called it quits. Yeah. And and in some way it's about where it's wow, full respect because you're at the top of your game. Mm. And you've done what you've wanted to do, and now it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, and, and that's in you know, a good honor. I think that's great. Yeah. I, I'm. I can tell you now. I'm definitely not ready to retire. Yeah. There's things still plenty of things I want to do and things I want to achieve. Um, there's a few things to sort out. Yeah. Um, this sport is ever evolving, and it and it's trying to to keep up with that. Um, but I. I think that there'll be a time that you'll just know. Yeah, right. And I also say to people, it, when, I, when I'm not performing, when I'm, I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah. So I don't want to put myself on a start line and be constantly, you know, not racing well. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, you need to make some decisions. But if I'm yeah. going out there and being competitive and then – I, I want to keep doing it. Yeah, um, cool. I love it. I yeah. love the sport. You yeah. Know? I love the, the sport. I love the people involved in sport. I love the places and the events that you go to. And But, yes, I am at a point in my career where now I'm picking races that I want to do yeah. that have been bucket list races. That Yeah. Um, and there's so many of them out there. There's Absolutely. so many great events. Yeah. The, um, no, I'm not, you know, I'm definitely not chasing points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that makes it exciting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So do you see long term, like I'm talking 10, 15, yeah. 20 years. Do you I'll see... definitely be retired by then. <laughs> <laughs> Although Julie Moss raced yesterday and I she know. was 59 and did an 11.08 or well, something. Well, how did Sam go? She did a, hang on, nine high 950s, I think it was. Which I thought, I think she may that be the fastest age grouper, but yeah. I'm pretty sure there was another age grouper who did like 940s okay. or something or other. So top but 10 yeah. overall. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. Yeah, yeah. So she could have raced pro. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But so, um, yeah, back to you. But do you think you'll always be involved in triathlon in some respect? I'm banking the qu- the answer will be yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. guarantee we will always be involved in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's what Guy and I do. Yes. Yeah. It's... It, it is our life. Yeah. <laughs> we coach, we race. Um, and the community in Western Australia yeah. is so strong. It's great. Yeah. Like, we have a great group of you know, people there that, yeah. we, that we, we train with and hang out with. Like all of our friends are involved in the sport. Yeah. Um, it's a lifestyle. So it's yeah. not, you know, and we, we joke about racing age group yeah. um, and going to Kona together because guys never oh, yeah. race Kona. Really? And never race Kona. So he's like, oh, oh, do I, you know, throw everything in to try and get there and chase points or not? Um, he has a bit of issues sometimes racing in the heat, so he's not quite sure if 
if it's worth doing. Um, yeah. But we do talk about, yeah, when we retire, we can go and, you know, yeah. race, um, race a Kona together then. But, um, yeah, without a doubt, we'll we'll always be involved in the sport. Yeah. Um, we like doing what we can for triathlon Western Australia and seeing the sport grow in WA and yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's what we do. So when you're, uh, let's say 63, no, yeah. let's go a little bit older. Let's say you're 71 <laughs> yeah. and you're both like, I imagine a porch down on, um, like a porch swing down, yeah. down the Margaret river, Margaret river. <laughs> uh, you and guy sitting there just swinging. He's cracking jokes still, uh, drinking the, his beer, drinking a beer. You've just got a nice, um, Sav Blanc in yeah. your hand. Uh, it's a beautiful sunset. The dogs are running around. The cats are at your feet. God knows what other yeah, like animals you've got <laughs> hanging around. And your great nephew and niece. Yeah. Is that what you say? Nephew. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 So like your brother's kids, grandkids. Kids. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're hanging out like it's a family affair and stuff. <laughs> oh God, where is this going? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it was like 10 minutes ago when I started this. But I, I really got into the moment, um, you know, and they're like, great Arnie, Kate and yeah. Uncle Guy, what was the favourite part of your career? Mm. How will you answer them? That was a long way of saying what's the highlight of your career. At this point in time? No. It, see, see, I don't it, know what's still to happen. Yeah, but in your dreams, what could have happened? Like how do you – How do because um, obviously you're more than a triathlete, but how do you want people to remember your time as a triathlete? Mm. Oh, wow. Now we're going deep again. That's two I times in it. one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Um, Neither was I clearly because <laughs> he just kept going. Um, uh, Hopefully it's – Gosh, it's funny because guy, we talk about it, and he says now at this time, like at this point in time in my career, I have nothing to prove, which is yeah. a good thing. You yeah. know, I'm really happy with what I've done in my career. It doesn't mean I don't want more because yeah. you always want more, <laughs> yeah. and there's other things I want to do. But if something was to happen right now, I could look back and be extremely happy with what I've achieved. Yeah. Um, you know, with the three Ironman titles, 70.3 titles, the uh, Ultraman World Championships, like it's way beyond what I thought I could have done. Yeah. Um, but yes, as you said, there's more to it than that. And and really, I, I just want, I would love people to remember that I, it was, I, that I enjoyed what I was doing. I loved what I was doing and I really want to be able to help others achieve things that they don't think they can do. Yeah. Uh, that is and that's where the coaching part comes in. I love yep. nothing more than last, was it last weekend? Um, it was a weekend where I had so many athletes just do such amazing things. I actually found it quite overwhelming yeah, in, right. in a special way. It was emotional yep. for me because I was like, wow, these guys all just put themselves out there, out of their comfort zone because I told them they could and told them to do it. Yeah. And achieve these incredible things, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um. And, but it was little things of just like a park run or a, oh, I just rode in the hills for the first time on my like on my own. They hadn't yeah. been out on their bike in the hills before. To you know a th- a PB three hour you know just over three hour marathon, but uh, Mel swimming to Rotto, just little things that is, uh, um that they trust me to be a part of. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that if that's 
you know, that's a big deal to let someone help you do those sort yeah. of things. So, um, and even on good and bad days, I'll always be out there smiling. Yeah, yeah. Just appreciating where I am and what I'm doing and the fact that I can. Yeah. Because you never know when you can't. Yeah. So I'm always very big on being thankful for for where you are and what you've got. And yeah. Yeah, what you can do. Oh, I like that quote. Appreciate things while you can because you never know when you can't. Yeah, pretty much. Kate so. de la croix. <laughs> la croix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. It's, I get I when people ask me what is if you had to pick a race where it's you feel it was your best race. Yeah. That you've done, mine wouldn't be any of my victories. Interesting. No, it would be two thousand and eight here in when I came second to Joe Lawn. Yeah. That's still my PB in an Ironman, and for me, I feel it is still the best Ironman race I've ever done. Wow. Not not in the three the three times that I've won. They really, you know, they were victories, but they weren't great races. I yeah, felt. okay. That that for me was a great race, but wow. I came second. Wow. Yeah. And second to Joe Lawn is a massive feat. We ran side by side for like ten k's, like Far side up. by side together. Wow. Yeah, it was intense. Was and it nasty between you two? No, but Armando was like riding next to us on his bike every yeah. now and then, coming up and yelling yeah, right. things at her. Um, and she knew the course so well, like mm. the back of her hand, she knew it extremely yeah. well. And in the back section where I can't remember what road it is, where there's the little dip down and then it comes up again. Yeah. Um, and there's an aid station there. We, we ran down and she sprinted up that hill. Yeah. Right. And that was it. Yeah. The elastic band snapped. Wow. So she, and she told me later, she had that, that, that was the plan was the of plan. attacking her head. Like that was where she was going to go. Yeah. Um, and it was just, yeah, yeah. So for That's me, cool. that was my best Ironman race. Wow. Yeah. And a PB on this course, it's not, like it's a rough road. Well, it's a kind of more of a dead road. New Zealand roads tend to be a little, yeah, little bit dead. Yeah, So that's, yeah, great. Mm, so anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's interesting. <laughs> All right. And then uh, before you let those kids uh, go to bed because you're babysitting. <laughs> Back to the house. Yeah. Um, and... You know, they're saying to you, they're telling you what their dreams are and everything. Yeah. What's the one piece of advice that you would give them about following their dreams? To never give up. Yeah. Absolutely never give up because I can guarantee there were so many times that I wanted to give up. Yeah. Um, Especially when I first went pro. I was pro for a couple of years and then I got stress fractures and I was out for a year and a half and I, I didn't know if I'd be able to make it back and... yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that yeah. When at what do they say that at that point when you want to give up, that's when things will start changing. So, yeah. But it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Do not ever think it's easy because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and reality check as well, kids. That's right. <laughs> Just but, keeping um, it real. Yeah. Yeah. That All would right. be the first thing I would say. Awesome. For sure. All right. Um, well, you've got you're going to be busy being a mum anyway. Where do you start? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. We got a cot. Oh, really? We started there. Yeah. You only got that cot because I wanted the photo of Henry in the cot. Oh, really? <laughs> so we needed a cot so yeah. I could tell everyone. <laughs> exactly. Because everyone was like, "Wow, you're really organised." I was like, "No, nah, that's all I've got." 
Well, there is, there does seem to be a bit of an art involved to it at the moment of letting people know when you're pregnant. Like it's getting totally. that first picture is the most important thing you're going to do before the baby's born. I was thinking about that picture before we even got pregnant. <laughs> Because I was like, what am I going to do? And it's like, yeah, I've noticed that. There's pressure. It's always, there is pressure on that oh, yeah. one. Yeah. And it was always going to involve Henry. Oh, yeah, it had to. Yeah. And I thought about like a triathlon theme one and then I was like, no, I just don't want my life always to be defined by a triathlon. triathlon yeah. Um, I'll just define it by my dog. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I wanted to, we tried to train him to take a dummy in his mouth. Oh, that would have been, didn't it work. just, he'd have it in there for a second yeah. and then spit it out and oh, we okay. just weren't fast enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you put some thought into it. It's good. Yeah. These, you know, Instagram pregnancy announcements. They're big. They're huge. You don't know who's going to post one next. Well, you wake up each morning and you're like, who's pregnant? Yeah. Well, maybe it's just the group that we had, like, possibly that we're open. Yeah. Yeah. Although, when I told Brett that I was ready, his pretty much first question was, like, is that because everybody that you know at the moment is having a baby? But to me, I was like, no, if, if anything, that's going to push me further away because I don't like being one of the crowd. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah. But it's got to be right timing for you. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So. I shocked my, my entire family had given up on me though. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Had they? Yeah. Every single one of my family members who I told. Yeah. First question, is it planned? Oh, really? Yep. Each one of them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Wow. So, yeah, they gave up on me long ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But that's all right. Yeah, that's it's right. It's all good. Yeah. Um, I was going to end the podcast, but now it's ending on my story. So now I have to think of another question to ask you oh. so they can end on <laughs> Sorry. something about you. No, thank you. I appreciate the question. Um, but now I'm just winging it until I figure something out. To ask me? Yeah. I mean, the analogy with the house and stuff was good. I oh thought. yeah, that was good. How about I give you? <laughs> have I told you how Guy and I got together? Oh no, that was in my head to ask, but let's do that. Let's. Oh, good one. It was All pretty right. funny, actually. Okay. okay. It's one of those. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean literally in Las Vegas. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Um. So we we'd met once before, and it doesn't. You know, everyone knows the story, so it's fine. Um, in uh, Bustleton, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but. I, Maybe it was 2009. Um, he came to – we had Scott Neardley staying with us, yeah. professional who yeah. raced was Ironman WA, and he came to give him a wetsuit. So I met him when he came to the house and he was with Jackie at the time because he was dating Jackie McKenzie, Luke's sister. Oh, really? Sister. Yes. Um, oh, small world. I know. So I met him then, but that was it. Like it was, no, you know, no big deal. Yeah. Then the following year I was racing Kona. Um, yeah. as a pro in so that must have been 2010 so wait when you first met him there was yeah. no no there was no no yeah, okay. there was nothing like that yeah. no um what about from and his I side? think when oh so he said he first saw me here in racing in Taupo I don't know what year it was maybe it was maybe it was 2009 I don't think he was here in 2008 because he yeah. was working for Blue 70 so yeah. he was here quite often um and he always thought I was just cute it's quite cute. Standard. Yeah, it is, it is standard, <laughs> isn't it? Um, and so then the following year in 2010, I was racing in uh, Kona and we were both attending the then Luke McKenzie Amanda Balding wedding. Oh, yep. Um, and they had it after the race. Yep. And then um, because everyone was racing, yeah, we, they got married after the race and then everyone went to uh, to Las Vegas after the wedding yep. to continue the celebrations. So we all flew to Las Vegas. 
And everyone was there, you know, they were all couples, everyone that was there. Um, and T- uh, Terenzo was there with Kelly. Yeah. yeah. And um, she came up to me during the day before we, everyone was going out that night and she was like, talking about my love life or lack of it and, you know, you need to find yourself a man. And she said, let me take you shopping. We're going to go find some, you know, clothes that you can wear with, you know, instead of lycra and, you know, yeah, yeah. triathlon gear. So she took me out and she, I still have these two dresses that I bought that yeah. I would never have picked myself. Yeah. I would not have picked them. So that first night I wore this like really tight dress. <laughs> that I, oh, I would never, probably wouldn't wear it now because only just covered my ass. <laughs> and... um Anyway, yes, so we were up dancing and everyone's in there celebrating, having a good time and, of course, you know, Guy puts on the moves and you know, we get have a little bit to drink and we share a little, you know, kiss and stuff like this. On the dance floor? No, we went and hid around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was like – and then, he, then he's like, oh, do you want to, you know, we went for a walk and we, you know, did these other stuff. Righto. That's right. So read read between those lines. Yeah. So then we go up to the room and he he we go into his room, but you know nothing a little crazy. Yeah. And we're in there chatting and getting to know each other, and and then the next minute there's a knock on the door, and it's Ben Harper who was the K Swiss athlete manager. So he was my manager for K Swiss. Yeah. He's knocking on the door. You better not have one of my athletes in that room. And of course I was in there. And. Guy's like, no, 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 there's no one in here. So I hid and then he opened the door and Ben came in and went to the bathroom and then I went out. So that was the end of that. (laughs) Brilliant. I know. So anyway, the next next day we chatted and we, you know, talked civilly after not having anything to drink. And (laughs) then he went back to um, Australia. I went back to Boise. Yeah. And then we just kept in touch over Skype and that was October. He came to Western Australia in December yeah. in 2010. Never done an Ironman before, but he said, I'm coming over. Um, I'm going to do an Ironman. Yeah, as an he was, age grouper. No, he was pro. pro yeah. So he did Ironman Western Australia in December um, and then he moved to Perth in January. No way. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. So, so like over two months? Mm, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, so... That's an awesome story. It's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. And he d- yeah, so he did. He did also lock himself out of the hotel room in his underwear that same night. Um, but I missed all that action. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. He he will be able to tell you that story. But he had Spider Man underwear on. I just know of that. Of course much. he did. <laughs> Captain Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, and that's it. He's been. Li- we've been living together ever since. Wow. Mm. That's a really cool story. Mm, and I'd never it. lived with another male since then. Before, Well, before well, then. Since then. <laughs> since then. Before since then. then, I'd never lived with another male. So I was like, this is going to be interesting. Here's wow. me used to my own space and my own yeah. life. And all of a sudden, I'm sharing with someone. Wow. Mm, so. I love um, it. Yeah, it was cool. Very good story. Yeah. The problem was, though, my girlfriend's in Perth when I came back and said I'd met someone. Yeah. And they looked up, obviously, Google facebook and they're like who calls himself captain awesome like this guy is a douchebag like what is wrong with you kate <laughs> they literally had shut him down yeah right. and said that i was making a huge mistake kate we're having an intervention yeah pretty much yeah right um but funny then they met him yeah, uh, yeah. and he, he, he you know that 
that tag was given to him by yeah. someone and it's just stuck ever since. So yeah. he just likes to play it up. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. I mm. love it. What a great story to end on as well. <laughs> My love life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, thank you very much for joining me today in my hotel room. Yeah. It's got a beautiful view though. <laughs> it is. No wonder you don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I know. I'm going to hang out here for a couple more days. It's great. Oh, yeah, it will be nice. Yeah. Perfecto. We'll catch up with you soon. Anytime. All right. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.